From WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University, this is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Tonight, we feature the music of Go Go Torpedo. Go Go Torpedo started as the solo project of Rockford's Mickey Rosenquist. If you've listened to other episodes of Sessions from Studio A, particularly featuring other Rockford area bands, you've likely heard Mickey's name dropped. He's been involved with a number of groups as a producer and instrumentalist on various albums. And Mickey decided to do something a little different with this project. He's playing guitar with his hands, drums with his feet, and he's got some friends along to fill out the riftastic, detuned rock sounds. Go Go Torpedo is releasing their first album. You can get yourself a copy by checking out the release show. It's going to be at Mary's Place this Friday night in Rockford. That's tomorrow, if you're listening to this live. We'll get a sneak peek of those tunes and some new ones that aren't on the album this hour. It's Go Go Torpedo on Sessions from Studio A. Stay tuned. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. Sessions from Studio A has hosted a number of fantastic artists from the Rockford area, and through the course of those recordings and interviews, one name kept coming up over and over to the point where it was almost just an inside joke if I had a Rockford band in the studios here. That name is Mickey Rosenquist. Mickey has been a producer and instrumentalist for a number of artists from the Rockford area, and we're thrilled to actually be able to bring Mickey in with one of his projects for the show tonight. We're featuring Go Go Torpedo. Now, this is interesting. You'll have to make sure you check out the videos on our website, WNIJ.org. So Mickey's playing guitar with his hands. He's got drums that he's playing with his feet, and then he's got some friends along to fill out this sound. Uh, This started as a solo project, and we'll talk about that with Mickey in just a little bit. We'll also talk about the album that Go Go Torpedo is releasing this week. They're having a release show at Mary's Place this Friday night in Rockford. You can check that out if you are around the Rockford area. And uh, we'll talk about the songs as well. It's all coming up this hour. It's Go Go Torpedo. We're going to start things off with a tune. This is Golden Death Sun by Go Go Torpedo here on Sessions from Studio A.
It's Go-Go Torpedo performing Golden Death Sun here on Sessions from Studio A. And we'll bring the band in here. Guys, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves to the audience? Well, this is Clark Torpedo, and I play bass and sing a little bit. I'm Mickey Torpedo, and I do stuff, things with instruments. I'm Phil Torpedo, and I play the guitar. I'm Spencer Torpedo, and I play noise. So I see you guys are all taking the uh, surname of Torpedo with this group. Having the same last name shows the integral force that can happen when people coalesce with a single purpose and vision. So that's that's really the backstory. Now, Clark, you also go by Carl, just in case uh, we're throwing around the name Carl here, just uh, so the audience is not confused. Uh so, Clark, uh, why don't you enlighten us on the single purpose that is going on here with this group? The energy that we seek to transmit comes from the audience to us and then it's reflected back to them. So it's a cyclic Mobius strip-shaped energy exchange. That That's what we're seeking to do. That's our attempt. We aspire to that. Whether or not we connect... Coherently or consistently is a different question, but that is really what we're looking to do most nights. <laughs> All right. Uh, fair, yeah, fair enough. Um, so let's get some basics out of the way for folks who aren't familiar with you guys. How long have you guys been playing together? Tell, Give us some background on this group. Uh, it's just I've been doing solo shows for years. I played in bands and stuff too, but I doing solo shows, kind of getting burnt out, and I get bored just doing the same stuff. So I decided to, like, put some drums on my feet, one show, and played a solo show with drums on my feet, bass drum and snare drum, and it was kind of fun. And so I started writing some songs in that context, and I asked Mr. Clark Torpedo here to my left uh, with the existential concepts and visions. Uh, <clears throat> To join me, and uh, we think we did what one show together. Yep. And uh, the crowd didn't run out of the building like the like it was on fire. So, since we took that as a good thing, so we asked Mr. Phil over here on guitar if he'd be willing to be crazy enough to join us, and then he did. And we played a couple more shows, and the crowd continued to not run out of the building as we played. So, we took that as a sign to keep moving and innovating. And so we've just been writing and refining and trying to take the circus act and make it a little bit more highbrow. Perfect. Well, tell us about that first song we heard you play, Golden Death Sun. It was one of the early ons that didn't really have a purpose at first. Uh, it was a little bit of an abstract approach, and the song was kind of already written before before I had a vision, but the song all of a sudden brought on its own vision, even though it was previously written. It makes sense to me now, written before, I guess. This is Clark. It makes a good set opener, too. It has a certain propulsive energy at the beginning that can draw you in as an audience member. We're going to play another one for us here in a moment called Into the Water. Can you tell us something about this next song? Into the Water is um, it's one of those songs that transcends the lyrics, which in this case I'm not as familiar with as someone who sings them. In fact, I don't really know any of the lyrics, but... Uh, Go team! <laughs> <clears throat> it's riffy, and it, it has a certain downward cast due to its detuning and riffy feel, and that can evoke kind of a inward-looking, possibly downcast... I don't want to say negative, but I just did, so we'll go with a negative kind of energy. That's all I got. <laughs> I, will, I will say, I think that, um, you know, like you mentioned, lyrics and as, uh, as a songwriter for many years, like lyrics have uh, meant a lot to me. But I've also backed a lot of artists where I had nothing to do with the lyrics and, and genuinely played songs that I've loved thousands of times that I've really enjoyed and, and put my stamp on musically as an accompanist. Um, and I have no clue what they sang either, but uh, and that's fine because for me I think music is um, is more about a landscape. You know, think of it like a painting. So you want to create, a, you know, say you got a, an image in a painting. Uh, you want to create like there's just 
farmhouse okay great we could do like a thousand different versions of the farmhouse what color is the sky what color is the barn is what time of year is it so like sonically that goes through my head when i'm creating songs and so sometimes the focus on that for me personally the focus on that is almost more important than the lyrics even if i'm producing working with an artist like sometimes the songs are, and the lyrical content is super important it's the main focus but sometimes it's just part of that landscape and so there may be certain sections of it and i'll take that as influence on how to help kind of paint the landscape of the song but sometimes it's just kind of part of that landscape and it's not as important. I think some of these songs are a little bit that way. And I think the song in particular, um, trying to create a sort of a feel or evoke a mood with the song and lyrics are maybe secondary to that. Well, it's a good way of putting it, I suppose, uh, creating a landscape. Uh, well, let's hear it. This is Go Go Torpedo performing Into the Water here on Sessions from Studio A. Go-Go Torpedo performing Into the Water here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. You can see behind-the-scenes video from Go-Go Torpedo's performance. That's at our website, wnij.org. And there's plenty of other regional artists that you'll find there in the archives. Again, that's wnij.org. There's more music to come this hour when our session with Go-Go Torpedo continues right here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We are featuring the music of Go Go Torpedo tonight on the show. We're going to hear some more music from them in just a moment. Uh, guys, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the songwriting. How, how does that work in this group? Is it all you, Mickey? or Well, Mickey comes with the husk of songs and the energy and the vision. And so I seek to fit in where I feel the energy trade is is closest to being fulminated in like a punch in the face kind of that's that's kind of what i'm going for because that's some of the songs that he writes 
are that kind of dynamic. So I listen and I use what I've been given gifts-wise and try to flesh things out. And then he gives me feedback and then we, like we said, refine. Negative feedback. Negative feedback mostly, which is the most (laughs) effective, as anyone knows. And then for the rest of the group, uh, how how does that work? I think if I can speak for Phil, (laughs) Mickey and I are like, we create the sonic blackboard, and Phil is the one writing, I promise to vote next time on it a hundred (laughs) times. That's kind of what he does in a nutshell. (laughs) Well, yeah, let's talk talk to Phil for just a second. Now, uh, folks may know Phil... From the other project that he's in, La Historia, they've been featured on sessions from Studio A. Uh, Phil, what's the difference in these groups for you? Well, the guys in La Historia I've played with on and off for the last 15, 20 years. So I kind of stepped out of my uh, comfort zone and started playing with new people. So that's different. And uh, Clark and Mickey are both light years more talented than I am so I do my best I know we did the first couple shows and I it was kind of a more of a side project then um and I wouldn't hear from Mickey in a couple weeks and I just figured oh well I guess I'm not the band anymore but uh yeah that's become kind of more of a thing where we've got sort of a vision in place and you know wrote the song we got the record you know the record done so all right, and then Spencer, how'd you get dragged into this carnival here? Um, Mickey asked me to play a, a show, which was last night, the first time I played with these guys, and uh, today was the second time. So, yeah. So how's that going so far? Not too bad. They they haven't kicked me out yet. So, open for yeah. some drama. Hasn't yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to hear uh, another song here. The next song on the set list is Upside Down. Tell us something about this one, guys. Uh, that one, uh, that's a song that um, definitely no thought into that. That was one one of the first ones that I wrote where it just had an idea, just went with it and try not to overthink it. Uh, I loved Carl's bass addition to that. Um, and uh, another thing with these songs, specifically this one too, uh, doing... Uh, the audience can't see this, but you know I play drums with my feet, so I'm playing a guitar and singing. But I got the bass drum and a snare drum, which is a nice little minimalist box to live inside of. And um, and Carl's always been great at coming up with cool melody or riff ideas. And uh, that song in particular, when you don't have cymbals and other things filling up frequency spaces, there's life to be cultivated in other ways. And that song in particular, one of my favorite parts is just the driving bass line of it. Like that alone sells me on the song. So. All right, let's hear it. This is Go Go Torpedo and the song Upside Down here on Sessions from Studio A. Thank you. 
That is Go-Go Torpedo performing Upside Down here on Sessions from Studio A. Now, I mentioned earlier that Mickey has been name-dropped in several other Sessions from Studio A episodes as someone who has uh, helped produce or or perform, uh, play instruments on uh, albums for other Rockford-area bands. Uh, Tell us about your studio, Mickey, Underground Squirrel Studios. Um, Sure. Actually, uh, uh, I've got a studio, but Mr. Clark to my left, he, uh, because the audience really wants to know our positioning, I'm sure. Um, He's uh, kind of a a secret, non-secret partner in the situation. Um, uh, And Mr. Clark and I have been longtime friends and creative partners, and we click on a lot of levels and so uh, he kind of helped me. Uh, the studio, I had a studio in a location where I was renting for a while and uh, with the wonderful uh, realty market that's been happening the last few years, I was able to uh, find a property to purchase that was quite cheap and he helped me get in there and we've, we've been slowly kind of just trying to build things up since then. But um, been really lucky because Rockford, uh, being from Rockford, Illinois, there's a serious amount of... Uh, <clears throat> blue collar hardworking angst and there's uh that's funneled in excellent creative ways in that town and um there's i really think it's a, a it's a fantastic hub of artists and musicians and um it's it's there's something magical that's happening there and it's been happening the last few years and it's it's ebbed and flowed over the years there's been you know different waves of things but i can remember i mean i've been playing in bars don't tell them, but since I was 17, which is a long time ago now, I'm pushing 40. Um, but I remember lots of the ebbs and flows. And um, at this moment, it's definitely like, it's not like a forced thing. There's really great things happening. There's great things in the water besides lead in Rockford um, as well. Uh, so having the, the studio is, um, the timing's just kind of right that, I mean, I've been working for years on my own skills, but just trying to... Uh, I, I like I have visions for things and visions for creative visions and when I hear a band if if there's even like a redeeming quality of something in their songs or something I I usually really I, I can find something like I could hear how this would work and I, I really really enjoy helping bands do that and right now there's just so many great bands in Rockford I've been lucky enough to kind of be in the middle of that and work with a lot of really awesome bands that's awesome and then Clark did you want to talk about your uh, involvement with the studio I think my input, other than sharing in the excitement of the output and getting stories from from the hard work that Mickey puts puts in cultivating these bands, I'm mostly silent from a you know participation level. But what inspired me to get on board is Mickey is a stand-up guy. He's a hard worker. He loves music and he loves cultivating talent and to be a part of that is a privilege. So that that's my level of involvement. All right. Well, let's hear another song. The next one on the set list here is Ray Gun. Tell us about this one. Uh, Ray Gun's uh, actually a song that I wrote. When was that? That was like 2006 or seven. That's an older one. That's an older one. So that's that's a song that I wrote and I just never found a home and. Once we started writing a few songs for this, I was like, "Hey, maybe I should pull that one out," and and it and it made sense all of a sudden. So I just always liked it. It didn't really fit with a lot of the themes I was going for before, but now it fits. All right, let's hear it. This is Go Go Torpedo performing Ray Gun here on Sessions from Studio A. Thank you. 
Gun by Go Go Torpedo here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Check out behind-the-scenes video from Go Go Torpedo's performance in Studio A. That's at our website, WNIJ.org, and you'll find plenty of other regional musicians there in the archives. Check them out. Again, that's WNIJ.org. More music to come this hour when our session with Go Go Torpedo continues here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson. We are featuring the music of Go Go Torpedo on the show. We'll get to some more music in uh, just a few moments here. Guys, let's talk about this album that's coming out. Yeah, we've we've worked on it. It's the actual physical working that somebody else is going to do on creating an, an actual album. So uh, just got the masters done um, today. A uh, good friend of mine has been a a bit of a uh, helper in my uh, growth as an engineer and, and uh, musician, Justin Perkins up in uh, Milwaukee, Mystery Room Mastering, give him a little plug. Um, but for years, lots of different bands have been and worked with him as an engineer and as a mastering engineer, but he's mostly focused as a master now, but um, he's he's like an excellent last filter of, of anything that I have to do with, and including this band project, especially with this band project, because... Um, helping other bands is one thing, but actually to <clears throat> commit to your own songs and your own voice and your own ideas and thoughts is is way more daunting, and it's uh, it's way easier to not only second guess but like triple, quadruple guess yourself. So, um, just passed him the uh, the final mixes. It was actually mixed down, uh, which was another reason wanted to go to somebody else uh, along the same lines. A friend of mine's got a studio down in. In St. Louis, uh, Lauren and uh, Jacob Dietering run Red Pill, and uh, I brought the I engineered the tracks and recorded them, and in my studio in Rockford, and then brought them down to him to mix, and then brought them up to uh, JP Mystery Room to master. We just got the masters back tomorrow. I, I get the fun job of sifting through vinyl, ordering logistics and details, and then uh, which is not fun at all. And then uh, put the order in, and hopefully it'll be done here November, which hopefully this will air around that time. So no different for anybody else but us, I guess. So uh, no cassette tape versions of uh, this album? It's tough in, in Rockford because uh, I've got a, a couple uh, beautiful, lovely little kids tethered to my ankle, so I don't tour as much as I used to. But, um, <clears throat> you know, if, it was, if we were a traveling act, you know, different markets... Uh, ask for different things and so it'd be cool to have a cassette and they're pretty cheap and stuff but um at least for the time being we aren't going to be hitting the road much so rockford's still a cd town so we'll probably make some cds and and there's uh i don't think there's a huge demand for cassette but there's a bit of a novelty to that i guess uh so is there a kind of a overarching theme to the album then oh uh, yeah there's a bit of a theme um we so i started just kind of uh, the idea was when I initially started writing songs for this, even before Carl was on board, I think that uh, my approach was, as a songwriter, was to do something different for myself. And uh, I, I, I attempted to just put together a song that didn't make sense to me lyrically or whatever, which I've never done that before. I've been writing songs, trying to tell stories and, and, and create some sort of, you know, 
story landscapes and to almost to the point of like overthinking it and there's other artists that do that way better than I ever could and uh, and is kind of coming to terms with that and so I thought it was maybe time to start something new so so kind of went with it in an abstract starting approach put together these songs put together words not try to overthink it and just went with whatever ideas I had whether they were good or bad there's plenty of bad ones and um, but then uh, there was this thing that happened recently called the election. I don't know if you've heard of that, but um, all of a sudden, like I, it was, uh, it was way more clear in my head what what my purpose is with this project, and uh, not not claiming that I have any sort of uh, uh, pulse on the world or I have the ability to change anything. But I hope I'm one of thousands of artists that are inspired to create right now, because you know thousands of us doing little things all around the country and the world could make a change. So. That's now kind of the focus. Well, you mentioned the election. Let's. I want to talk about that for a second because I know uh, you have some opinions on that. Uh, how do you think an election like the presidential election that we had? How do you think that influences art? Well, uh, you know, the election in a macro level, but you know, as I mentioned with uh, Brockford, even you know, there's struggle and chaos uh, results in some really great things you know and even as a parent as raising little children like i i want to coddle them and make life wonderful for them and give them a magical childhood but i also want them to struggle because i don't want them to be little babies when they're 20 years you know 30 years old so there's there's something to be said about the struggle and about pushing yourself and about fighting through things and sometimes when struggles are handed to us they're they're for a reason and you know, uh, a lot of the, the Rockford art and the, is a response to struggling in Rockford. Rockford's a great example of, you know, the, the problems that our country has been going through for the last 20, 30 years as we're, you know, as the socioeconomic uh, picket fence is eroding, uh, as, as uh, people are now trying to make sense of things. Um, it uh, sometimes uh, things happen, and then as a counter to that, other things will happen as a response. And so I feel like the uh, it's uh, the election is it's just uh, it's 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 one moment in time, but it's a reflection on other things that are happening. And I think the reality of that is going to be incredibly inspirational and be cathartic. And it's also probably a bit of a, a kick in the ass. I don't know if I say that to the artist community because we've had with music. And arts and everything's just been an assembly line for years, and and there's a, a lot of life that's been squeezed out of it in the name of commerce. And we need genuine, raw reality to come back out in creative ways. And I think that this is just one of those moments in time. All right, well spoken. Uh, and with that, I I think uh, maybe we're ready for uh, another song here. Um, the next one we're gonna hear is called "Belly of a Nation." Uh, tell us about this one. Uh, that's that one is a brand new tune. It's not going to be on the album, but it'll be on something some point in time. Um, part of the uh, current vision. All right. Well, we get a sneak peek here. Then uh, this is Go Go Torpedo performing "Belly of a Nation" here on Sessions from Studio A. One, two, three.
That's Go-Go Torpedo performing Belly of a Nation here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. And, you know, Mickey, I was thinking as I was watching you play here, you've got your feet doing the drums, you've got your hands playing guitar. Uh, You know, they talk about artists placing limitations on themselves as kind of an aid to boosting creativity. Do you think that might be part of what's going on here with this group a little bit? I think so. Part of the problem, I think, for me personally, because since it's all about me, it's the Mickey show here, um, is that, you know, I've accompanied all kinds of bands in different styles. I've played in speed metal bands, death metal bands, funk bands, folk artists. I've, I've I studied classical music. I, I was part of the NIU industrial complex, you know, output. Um, so I've I've studied a lot of these different styles and I perform a lot of different styles and I enjoy all of them which is great because I can acclimate to different artists and styles that I work with. Um, like Lone Canary, you know, you had Lone Canary in here, and I really connect with a lot of their songs. I think they're fantastic. I see a whole lot of life in their songs, even though they're just a duo. But same is true, like, with uh, like with Pink Beam or, so, you know, like a band that's kind of already, their parts are already there. I'm just adding some, some you know, uh, stattering a little bit of icing on the cake for them. Um, but... Uh, it's it's really easy for me to connect with other bands because of those styles. But when it's like, okay, here's your songs, Mickey. What are you gonna do with them? Uh, because I've wore can wear all these hats. It, it was really hard for me for many years. I mean, I've got probably seventy songs that I've already started recording that uh, didn't really. I couldn't figure out how to finish them because there's some of them are close to being finished, but they're just so like I don't even. I didn't have a vision for myself because I'm just so used to. Uh, you know, fitting in with so many other things. So this project helped a lot. Uh, there's this is one of two bands that I that started around the re- same time, and both of them were um, kind of conscious, but a little bit subconscious, like minimalist boxes that I created for myself, and I just didn't realize it at the time. But now I realize that that was the catalyst to really finding the sounds for these projects. Hmm. So the box I'd say is is a wonderful thing. I wish somebody would have told me about it ten years ago. All right, well, we've got another song here that we're going to hear. This one's actually a cover. Uh, this is Mean Machine. Tell us about this one. That was, yeah, The Cramps. Carl and I have played that one for how many years now? That's <laughs> an old one. But... Yeah, this is Clark. Yeah, we've played it for many years. It, I think, gives me a tableau to pontificate and just eject. That's really an ejection song if you want to have a, you know, what part of the record store are you in? So it's kind of me throwing out that. But it reflects, I was lucky enough to see the Cramps perform live and they're bar none, like number one, high energy, nail you to the floor and don't stop. If I even got... 150th that close to what they did I would be doing five times as good as I normally do so there you go all right well let's hear it this is go go torpedo performing a cover of the cramps mean machine here on sessions from studio a
Go-Go Torpedo performing a cover of The Cramps, Mean Machine, here on Sessions from Studio A. We've got another song we're going to get to in just a moment, but uh, I thought I'd ask, you know, Mickey, you have backed up uh, a number of Rockford-area musicians. Uh, You're from the area. Tell me, what do you like about uh, the Rockford region? What do you like about playing in Rockford? I, I play so many variations in Rockford. Like, I play solo shows, and some of them are fantastic. Some of them are just like, oh, my God, what is this going to be done? You know, is the crowd's, like, not into it, or they're just dinner, your dinner music or whatever, and I don't mind that so much. But when we're playing the band shows specifically, you can't play at a lot of those venues with this band. Um, and there's, uh, I'm sure other people mentioned Barry's Place, which is a classic joint in town, and now it's kind of the, the only... Uh, joint that's set up for you know rock bands um but it's a fantastic place and it's a it's a good home not to not to make it sound negative but it's a good home to just try on new things and and uh no disrespect to the stage of the crowd but i i uh i i like to just try on stage and, and experiment with like part of just even just trying to solo show with drum i think that might have been a mary's play show but it's like experiment on stage at Mary's place and then get a thumbs up or thumbs down by the drunk, you know, people at 1am and if they're, you know, and you can tell pretty quick, they'll let you know if they don't like it. And it's, they're a wonderful crowd and they're, if they like it, they love it. You know, there's not really much of an in-between. If they don't like it, yeah, it's, they'll, they'll kind of let you know that too. So it's a great place to experiment. It's a great place to try out new things. Um, they're, 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 it's just a warm, warm yeah, it's, it's support. This is Clark. It's it's supportive. You know, you don't get any clicky vibe in my mind anyway. It's everyone's there for the same reason to enjoy live music. There's not a snobbish attitude or anything like that. It's just welcoming and everyone's always saying, man, that sounded great. And you're saying the same thing because everyone's there for the same reason. And that's intent and motivation and what people are going for is is more important to me than technical skill and whatnot which can be part of it but I'd rather see someone give their all and you know their heart is on stage and being shared that's that's what I like about it all right well said well we've got time for one more song and it's going to be 2017 this is Go Go Torpedo here on Sessions from Studio A. Go-Go Torpedo performing 2017 here on Sessions from Studio A. Go-Go Torpedo, thank you guys so much for uh, coming and playing for us. Thank you, and thank you for having this awesome show. And don't forget, Go-Go Torpedo is having their album release show at Mary's Place. 
and that is tomorrow night, if you're listening live, this Friday night, January 26th. Go Go Torpedo was recorded in Studio A at WNIJ's Studios in DeKalb. You can find a link to the music of Go Go Torpedo, as well as some behind-the-scenes video at our website. That's WNIJ.org. Follow us on Instagram at SessionsWNIJ, and we are always looking for the next artist to feature. Send those submissions or suggestions to sessions at NIU.edu. Until next time, I'm Carl Nelson. This is Sessions from Studio A. Thanks for listening. <laughs>